You're listening to Neurodiversity at Work. Dan, welcome to the podcast, mate. Brilliant to have you on. Do you want to let people know who you are, what you do, what you're about? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Dan Kelsall, uh, and I have been uh, fudging my way through building a marketing agency for the past couple of years. Um, and yeah, it's, it's called Offended. Um, actually, we don't set out to offend people. Our whole thing is about uh, creating content that uh, diversifies opinion, that divides opinion. Um, and as a result, um, you may well offend people. Um, and that's why we're, and also people get far too offended these days over nothing. So, uh, but yeah, that's me. Yeah, it's brilliant. And the thing is, right, the part of the problem we've got in society today is that, um, you know, uh, this kind of polarized opinion where people are not willing to hear the other side of the argument, right? Yeah, yeah. So what I love about what you do and your style of marketing is it you are challenging the status quo you're getting people to think and to respond and to engage in debate right which is good yep exactly exactly mate and we kind of we we based it on a lot of uh you know the kind of 1980s advertising you look back at like the united colors of benetton and stuff and the advertising they used to do um that that's what real marketing should do it should should cause debate it should cause conversation um, and the problem is nowadays is is ninety nine percent of advertising and marketing is so fucking boring. Nobody gives a shit. And we see so we see, we see more of it than ever, right? So it's it's all yeah. over our social media feeds, every other ad. It's billboards everywhere. It's in magazines. It's, you know, everywhere we look, there's an advertisement. So we've all become ad blind. So it's more important now, more than ever, to stand out. And if you don't, uh, you just get ignored. And 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 what's what what baffles me is is companies are safer than ever and and more risk averse than ever because they're so scared of offending people or saying the wrong thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And you've done it on a platform that, you know, could be deemed traditional. Um, it could be deemed, uh, you know, the platform of the workplace. Oh, you best not swear or you best not show an opinion or you best not wear uh, UPVC or you best not, yeah. wear, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. But you best not do these things. But in actual fact, people are kind of fed up, locked in their four walls. They want some they want some human interaction and and that is about real life right real experiences exactly they want it to be they want they want things to be real nowadays um and people are realizing now as well more and more as the world changes they've kind of realized what's important and they realize that you know professionalism isn't some you know a few old white men in a boardroom tickling each other's plums it's you know it's it's professionalism is doing a good fucking job you know and that's all all that matters you know we we walk around swearing you know we're we're working class two working class lads not the sharpest knives in the drawer um but people like us because we're real and we're honest and we say how it is um and 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 as the world kind of becomes more and more stuck and people start to realize what's important they're they're starting to look to agencies like ours to businesses like ours as though you know actually these guys are, are what it's all about um which is pissing a lot of the market off because you know, we we get regularly mentioned in the, in um, another another agency's uh, morning meetings in Manchester, who constantly slag us off and 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 uh, and apparently have ten minute rants about us and how how the fuck are we getting business? 
Um, so yeah, fuck them. Well, it's interesting that you mention uh, not the sharpest tools in a box. I, I know you use that, uh, mm. but the reality of the situation is, uh, you know, you are bringing in business, you are uh, creating noise, positive yep. noise, as well as negative noise, but, yep. right? Um, all, all news is good news, right? If it's yep. out there and it, and it's getting people to talk. Unless it's um, or sexist, then maybe, maybe not. Don't get on yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, we then decide where we draw the line, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But the reality is, is you, you do some incredible things and I've, you mm. know, I've, I was in Burner with you and you got on stage and you lit that stage up. Uh, and it is that kind of willingness to challenge the status quo that really does connect people. So, you you know, whatever agency says whatever they want, ultimately you're having an impact and, and what you do works. Yeah. Um, and also you've got a level of uh, honesty uh, and credibility around what you do because of the way you're willing to stand out uh, yeah. and be counted. Um, and, and I'd also say, right, uh, so... You know, if we think around neurodiversity, and, and this is why I wanted to get you on as well, because I think, you know, life for a lot of people can be really difficult. Uh, the structure of organisations, people's viewpoints, what's right and wrong, how you should fit in, yeah. right? You're, this is forced down your throat since the day one, right? You're born, you go to school, you're told you must stand in that line. Yeah. Um, and actually, if we always stand in the line, if we always do what we say, you know, it can become a horrible, uncomfortable place for some of us. Yeah. And actually... By, you know, um, blazing your own trail, going your own direction, you've been able to create something that is that is incredible. Yeah. But also, you obviously thrive. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think you've got to nowadays. I think you know, uh, there's a lot of things that have been said about the, the the state of school, and you know, these are all kind of societal constructs made up by old white men back in the fucking uh, industrial revolution, right? It's all getting people to sit in lines and do as they're told, and it's all it's preparing kids for for, for factory work. Um, uh, and basically churning out a load of fucking caged chickens who, you know, who can do the times table and fucking quadratics, but, uh, you know, nobody wants you to do any, uh, no, nobody wants any painters. Oh, don't be an artist. You never make any money. Um, <laughs> which is just, it's just bollocks. It's bollocks. Um, and I think, I think that's the only way to stand out nowadays is to, is to, is to kind of go against the status quo. Um, and I think, you know what, being, being locked away because of this virus or whatever and being, you know, having our laws changed at the drop of a hat without our permission and very, very steadily realising that we don't actually live in a democracy um, is making more and more people question rules and think, you know what, fuck this. The only way I'm going to get anywhere is by doing something different and by questioning the way that things are done. I think it's a good time. I think it's a good time to be around at the minute. So just in, in some way, uh, unless you're like, yeah, 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 in some ways, get COVID, then not so much. But you know, for, for in 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 some ways, it is uh, it's 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 forcing change. So uh, I mean, won't get too politicised here uh, yeah. because I mean I can always be in danger of that. But basically, yeah. you know, the the uh, uh, transport transportation has become public again yeah. uh, overnight. You know, yeah. the the NHS could become unprivatised in terms of the. Um, different uh, elements to plug into it so yep. you know and the public ownership all things we couldn't have even imagined only you know 12 months ago exactly. um completely transformed the education system gcse's a levels haven't happened for the last well a couple of years yep. education system i completely transformed we are living in a in a period of absolute complete transformation yeah. um uh, and so you're right so i think there will come incredible opportunities and this is what i'm excited about for all the um you know 
horrible elements to, to COVID, being stuck in houses, people losing their lives. Yeah. Actually, we could be on the verge of something quite incredible, yeah. especially for those who've been locked out of society for whatever reason, yeah. uh, due to, you know, um, criminal backgrounds that they can't shake, due to, yeah. um, you know, where they grew up, due to lack of, you know, you know, professional qualification, whatever they may be, things may significantly change. Yeah. Well, how did you get, so, you know, you didn't make your success during COVID, you've made it before. What I mean, I the first time we met was some years ago, and you had you had other business initiatives that were doing really well. And you had lots of great ideas then, mm. Um, mm. and you've kind of followed that entrepreneurial journey. What do you think has allowed you to be able to do that? What was uh, um, how why why did you follow that route? I, honestly, mate, because I was, I was probably because I was shit at everything else. Um, but I think it's I think it's just a case of you know I I, I, I my my kind of one quality is that I'm able to to kind of move and work faster than most other people. Um, so by the time somebody else has, has fucked around figuring out what the next business idea is, I probably already failed six times. Um, and that, that's just, that's just the nature of it. It's just constantly being shit at stuff. Eventually, you get all right at stuff. Uh, you find something that you do all right at, uh, and this 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 is where offended came from. It's just just repeated failures. Um, the only difference is I've, I've just moved faster and faster and faster. Um, and, and like I say, we're just very lucky that offended's worked out, and very lucky in, in terms of you know offended's journey. I think um, I think I was just kind of you know. I, I, I always joke that I'd, I'd set up a content charity because I was, you know, I think we were turning over about 12 grand a month and I had about fucking 100 clients. Uh, you know, it's about, about 10 pound a piece. I was working, you know, I was working, I wasn't, I wasn't even sleeping, I was working that hard. So I got lucky really in the fact that I managed to managed to find Dino along the way and he actually turned it from a content charity into a business. Um, but it's, you know, it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of honestly, it's, it's been like just, just constantly stumbling and tripping and falling all the way through until until something kind of happened. I think, I think you know, when people say that, that, that kind of entrepreneurial journey that, it, you know, it's never, you know, what is it? An overnight success t- takes 10 years. Um, you know, when we're not, we're not even there yet, there's a long way to go. I think there'll be a lot of failures and a lot of fuck ups uh, to, to come, but that's, that's the secret sauce. I think it's the ability just to keep going. It's not necessarily a natural talent that ever wins, is it? It's the one that, the one that fucking just gets up every morning and goes, Oh, fuck it. I failed. I'll try again. Yeah, it's brilliant. And you know, you've, you've just leaned on something there, which is, uh, <laughs> your, your, your charity, uh, cause. Uh, and the reality is, uh, that you are, um, you're, you're very humble and you're very giving in terms of your time and your energy and your advice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've benefited from that and that's partly why, um, you know, why I've cracked on with, uh, the podcast, why I started doing video content, yeah. um, and ultimately why I've punished myself by, uh, you know, having to write almost 100,000 words of a book because mm-hmm. um, I phoned you up or sent you a message uh, a year and a half ago now and and said, listen, mate, I, I really want to make a difference uh, around this neurodiversity piece. Yeah, I've got a job, I'm, I'm working hard, but, you know, my kids, me, you know, are impacted by this and future generations. What can I do to just do more than just be another human being who's yeah. just talking about this, right? Yeah. Um, and we sat and we had a we had some lunch and you gave me <laughs> charitable advice <laughs> and I feel a bit guilty I'll have to find some way to, <laughs> to pay it back but but the reality is you did um, uh, and, and and that advice was to go and write an ebook at the time that turned into a mammoth book and mm. to do some video content which I went on and did and actually yep. that is you know if I look back at, at what I've now done over that year and a half. Um, from your advice, it has made a significant impact hmm. in terms of being able to lift 
the lid on, on neurodiversity and what yeah. it means. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess in short, thank you. No problem, mate. No problem. That, but that's half the thing, you know. It's like it's just identifying, you know, what's what's interesting and what's different about you. Now you're going to put it across, um, and you know, you, you, you're absolutely bonkers, mate. Hope you don't mind me saying. Um, don't know if that's a PC term anymore. Is it? <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you, you 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 know, on camera you're brilliant. You know, you've you've got a lot to say about neurodiversity. There's not many people championing it at the minute. Not many people understand it, to be honest. And that's 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 the problem. Um, and it's it's good, mate. It's good to see you have the voice. It's good to see see it see it working for you as well. Um, but yeah, ninety thousand words, mate. Fuck that. I think my I think my book was, <laughs> my book was about a thousand words. I think just loads of pictures of thick men. No, but that well, that's the danger. You know, that's the danger of uh, of plugging an idea into somebody with ADHD. Right? They go run out. Well, you you've 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 mentioned it, haven't you? Which is the speed of doing stuff and the yeah. speed of thinking and the willingness to throw yourself off the edge of a cliff and still get back up and throw yourself off that same cliff again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my life. That's my epitaph. <laughs> Constantly threw himself off cliffs. Never got anywhere. Brilliant. So, uh, you know, I, I think uh, there's something about, um, you know, the, the way your mind works, um, the way you communicate is really interesting because uh, it does kind of play through all of uh, the kind of the content and the narrative as well, which is mm. kind of that brutal honesty yeah um which is uh, which is great to watch uh, and see and you know i used the example there of uh, the advice you gave to me yeah but tell us about some of the other things you've done because i think the, this can only come from a very creative mind yeah. from uh, you know the 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 ping pong uh, thing that got national press in mm. uh, in Holland, in Netherlands, yeah, uh, and then all the stuff on LinkedIn I keep seeing, and I, I, often I I know it's come from you. Yeah, you know, I know it could be attributed yeah. back to you. Yeah, we have a little. It's almost like a little stamp now. It's like if you ever watch anything, you think that was fucking weird. It's probably us. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. Mm. Tell us a bit more about it. Tell us about yeah. where some of this stuff comes from. Honestly, mate, it's, uh, people people uh, try and look into it. I've, I've had loads of people going, oh, there must be a process. Tell us the process. What's the secret source? And the secret source is we just go, right, what, what is everyone else doing? Right, well, don't do that. Do the opposite. You know, it's like everyone was slagging off ping pong. Oh, ping pong doesn't make a company culture. So, so we like to vonk, well, why don't you interview people over ping pong? That'll piss people off. Um, you know that, that's as simple as it is. We just we just try and think of things that haven't been done before because that's where the gold is. And you know you, you might you might do that ten times and nine fail, but that one piece that fucking rockets. That's what that's what's that's what it's all about. Um, and people focus too much on the on the things that don't matter. You know where, where's my call to action? You know where where's my return? Where's my like the only purpose of marketing and advertising is to create an emotional attachment to your audience. And once you've created an emotional attachment, you can then use that uh, attachment or manipulate it, as I like to say, because marketing is mani- manipulation, whether you like it or not. Um, and you can use that to sell more products. But but people try too hard to sell, right, rather than fucking trying to create a relationship with their audience. There's your two secrets. Do things that haven't been done before and, and create an emotional attachment before doing anything else. Yeah, see, that makes it sound very simple but i think there's a lot of people out there and they don't they don't get the level of engagement uh or, or interaction with their content mm. so i guess on that basis um there's some element of building blocks right there is you know? yeah you've got to build up it's taking it's taking it takes a long time there's the other thing as well there's some, some of our accounts that we've had that have just started seeing returns now and we've, we've built them up for, a, for the past year or so you know for me, building up my network and my audience, it's taken five, six years of, of, of solid work. So it's not, 
it's not an easy thing to do and people often don't have the patience for it but i mean you know what else are you going to do you get a shit call center to ring up and sell your products or you're going to have to do it properly uh that's your, that's your choice isn't it and if we're thinking about this current time right so lots of people probably locked up in their houses there mm. might be lots of recruiters as an example lost yep. their jobs on furlough um, yep. a lot of talented people in a position whereby they could or clearly not going to set up an agency like yours, but they could be doing yeah. other stuff, right? And whatever that may be. Well, what, what, how, how do they, how do they go about it, mate? Because, you know, is it a case of you need to um, give up your place, go back in and sleep on your mum's couch and like eat bread and water or yeah. what, what's the, what's the route do you think to, to being able to go out on your own and start something up other than just being a charity? Yeah. Well, honestly, mate, there is, there is absolutely no, set path the only thing you can do is think about what you're good at generally what you're good at fuck going after your passion everyone goes oh you know go after your passion but most people are shit at the passions you know i was i tried to be a cage player for 10 years absolutely passionate about it i was fucking rubbish um so the, the you know in terms of uh you know in terms of like, it's not about following your passion find, find what you're good at find what you good at because that's what that's the stuff you'll make money at off you know we're, we're we're generally good at this 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 you know polarizing marketing and that's why we make money um but at the same time, it's just doing it. It's 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 doing the thing you talked about before, and just you know diving in with two feet and taking that risks. I mean, I mean, if, 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 otherwise, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to sit there on furlough for the rest of the you know the rest of your time until until this all ends, whenever it ends, and then try and figure out where your life goes from there. I mean, it's going to be too late then. The world will have changed so much. You know, people have got to figure out what they want to do. I mean, take for instance, like a lot of the bars. Um, shutting down and things and because they're not used to the digital world and they didn't adapt quickly enough a lot of them have, have, have ended up fucked you know it's, it's not their fault not blaming them at all um but that's just the reality of it they didn't adapt quick enough whereas you know one of my mate's younger brothers um never owned a bar in his life not a fucking clue about anything to do with selling booze or anything like that but um you know set his own website up sh- uh, shipping boxes of um of cocktails to houses so you can make your own cocktails and do your own cocktail class um, and, and, and was turning over, you know, a, a decent amount to live off in no time, you know, and that's just a kid in his bedroom who figured out that there was a gap. Now, the bars and restaurants that shut down, surely it would have been a lot easier for those guys to have spun up something similar. You know, and it's, it's kind of, kind of, you know, people have got to act now. They can't just be sat there twiddling, you know, twiddling the thumbs and trying to figure out what the, what's next for them because the world's changing. Even when we come out of this, we're not going back to the same world. And that's the reality of it. Yeah, we come back to the old blockbuster days, don't we? <laughs> surely, surely, Jordan, when Love Film came out, Blockbuster should have just said, right, we seriously need to get rid of yeah. some of our buildings and yeah. go online. He'll, they, they, honestly, mate, they must be kicking themselves every single day. It's like that bloke, what, what did he buy? Like, he had like 10% of Apple and he sold it to Steve Jobs for a couple hundred quid or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah. They should be investing in offended now, shouldn't they? And then you know that. That's yeah, the, I mean, you know, if you want to invest in offended, you know, you know, give us hundred grand, we might give you half a percent. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, no, we, we, we uh, you know, we, in, in all in all truth, we, we are actually uh, probably going to look at uh, investment because there's a lot of things we want to do. It's not just a creative agency. We're building a building a training school, uh, which would be the most offensive training school ever known. Uh, we're coming out with a clothing brand that will have some of the most offensive advertising anyone's ever seen. And we're going to hopefully get a lot in a lot of trouble this year. So if anybody wants to come and join us in that uh, in that effort to get ourselves in a lot of trouble, then uh, slide into uh, my DMs. 
Yeah, well, you've definitely uh, started as you mean to go on. Yeah. So, uh, and I mean, people can, if they want to capture some of the content that you're pushing out there, where's the best place for them to go? Where can um, they see? Probably, probably LinkedIn. But I mean, we don't, we don't really shout about that much stuff that we do because we kind of want the Banksy effect. We, we, we want people to be pointing at videos going, is that offended? Have they done that? Um, you know, we, 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 too many market agencies sit there and, you know, wank themselves off over their own work. Um, you know, we don't need to do that. With, <laughs> I sound really cocky now, don't I? But we're, we're just better. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Brilliant. Uh, so what's, what's in the, what's in the pipe? What's in the pipeline then, mate? What's what, in the what, pipeline? Um, uh, I don't know, mate. I what's don't going to keep you busy outside of COVID? What's going to keep me busy? Um, I don't know, mate. I mean, I'm writing a you- writing another book again because uh, it's called The I-20 Mentality. Um, it's all about uh, my old Hyundai I-20 I used to drive. That um, You know, I used to... When you turn up to meetings in a Hyundai I-20, people naturally underestimate you. And uh, the book is all about how that's a good thing. Um, and yeah. It's all about it's all about playing yourself down and over delivering. Brilliant, and that's not your first book because uh, I've seen you hand out a few before. Yeah, there's a two there's two others uh, that, are, to be honest, are pretty shit. They're probably better off as <laughs> expensive beer mats. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, this one might be this one might be good, might not be. Just have to buy it and see. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so it brings me nicely on to a bit of content that, you know, uh, you may not want me to say this because you may yeah. not want any association, but, yeah. um, you know, this kind of inspired by you, which is the fact my book has sold out on Amazon over the weekend. Bam, bam. Um, neurodiversity <laughs> at work sold out before nice. it's even published. <laughs> it's, it's a record. It's good. And that, you even tricked me with that, mate, because I thought that was true. Oh, well, I just think it's some bot. I, I've got an image that uh, Stan uh, Vasvach sent me of the yeah. uh, of, of it selling out, and I was like, "What? <laughs> that can't even be a thing, right?" <laughs> some bot has got seriously confused. A pre-published <laughs> book can even sell out. I can't imagine the book publishers have got like, "Right, we're only going to sell a thousand of these, and then no matter who asks, we're we're not going to publish yeah. any more." <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. Right? I mean, I don't think you'd write. Yeah, you wouldn't write ninety thousand words for a limited edition book, would you? No, definitely not. I never thought I'd write 9,000 words ever, ever, ever. Yeah, that's a lot, mate. It's a lot. And never again. Never again. I I promise (laughs) you that. (laughs) It's a one-time thing. Done. Nice, mate. Brilliant. Well, mate, loved having you on. If people want to reach out to you and connect, where do they go? Uh, Just just get on LinkedIn or visit our website, offended.marketing. There's loads of swear words on there and weird pictures of people from Manchester. Um, Yeah, just uh, hit us up. Real pleasure to have you on, mate. No worries, mate. It's been, a, it's been my pleasure. You've been listening to Neurodiversity, eliminating kryptonite, enabling superheroes. Please like, share our podcast and go on to Amazon, Waterstones or to Kogan Page's website to find our book, Neurodiversity at work by Theo Smith and Amanda Kirby, which will be coming out in August of this year. Thank you very much.